Welcome to the Mums Edit Podcast. Hello, Jess, and welcome to the Mums Edit Podcast. Good morning. Thanks for having me. We're so excited because we have been trying to get Jess on for months, like literally since the beginning of the year, but our schedules have clashed and you're a busy gal and you've been just recently to Europe, but we'll talk about that later on. Yep, we were having um, fun living through you on Instagram. <laughs> it was painful. Yeah. painful. It actually was. I was like, do I unfollow for a few weeks <laughs> and jeopardise the friendship? I, would, I think I would have unfollowed myself. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll chat about it later. But no, it was, it was amazing. So you are a mum, model, influencer, previous house rules contestant, primary school teacher, and literally the nicest and prettiest person we've ever met, and it's unfair. <laughs> do you know what? When I talk to people and they're like, oh, Jess is so pretty, I'm like, do you want to know something even more annoying? She's nice. so nice. Yeah. Like <laughs> That is really uncommon. And has a husky <laughs> voice. Oh, yeah. I sound extra husky today, actually. You guys are making me sound <laughs> a, lot, a lot better than I, than I am. That rap was really nice. <laughs> no, you've got a good ratio, I'm mate. not that exciting. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> So some of our followers might not know who you are or might not know much about you. So do you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your beautiful little boy, Seb? Yeah, for sure. So I'm currently 30, just turned 30 from Adelaide. We're all from Adelaide, which mm-hmm. is, you know, we love Adelaide. It's, it's, <laughs> it's small. It gets a bad rap, but we love it. Um, so yeah, primary school teacher. I finished my degree in 2017, I think. Um, and then went on, I know we're going to chat a little bit later about it later, but went on to do a home reno show. So a reality home reno show. So then that kind of threw everything in a bit of a mix. Like I didn't, I didn't go straight into teaching like I thought I would. Um, and then yeah, kind of did that for seven months and then, um, post that just rode that wave a little bit and then yeah, decided to have our little boy, Sebastian, who is now two, just turned two. Gosh, it goes so quick. Just turned two? Just turned two, yeah. Wow. August 6th. So. I remember waiting for the birth, like, every day. I was yeah. like, she hasn't posted today. It must be the day. <laughs> I know, I know. So in 2018, you went on house rules. So it's like home renovating show. Did you know anything about, like, renovating or styling at that point? Yeah, so no, not at all. Obviously, I think a lot of us love you know, our homes yeah. and renoing and everything. And you think you know a bit about it until yes. you actually go into it. Correct. Um, I had some fr- – fr- I wasn't good friends with um, the previous contestants from SA. We're really good friends now. But obviously followed their journey a little bit and I just thought it's such an amazing opportunity. For those that don't know the show, it's actually not on anymore. But the concept of the show is that you have, a, I guess, a bit of a rundown home. You apply to go on it either with a partner, sibling, friend or whatever – and then you renovate homes in seven days. You don't do your own home. There's a set of house rules. So there's five rules per house. So then all of the contestants come in and reno your home, I guess, trying to stick to the house rules that you've got. So it, it's it's wild. And I did think that um, prior to going on, I really did think it would be much easier than what it was. Um, yeah, I was very naive to that. It's, it's just a lot, the whole reality TV show thing. I love it. The hype of it is mm. really fun and I would do another, uh, any type of reno show or something like that, I would do it again. Um, but, it, yeah, definitely tests, tests you. Yeah. I was going to ask that, like, do they manipulate situations and, like, is what we see on the screen real? Um, yeah, it, it is quite – it is real. I used to think that as well. Like, are they kind of – 
planting, mm. I guess, storylines. They definitely, I guess, want to like, manipulate the story in a way that they know that viewers will enjoy the show. Mm. So they're not just going to pluck a story out of thin air, but if there's something that they, that is going wrong or there's some people that are getting on each other's nerves, um, they will definitely, I guess, uh, you do Play an, on it. Yeah, you do an end-of-day interview. It goes for anywhere between, you know, an hour, two hours. And they'll kind of step back through the day. So if there's a storyline that's kind of progressing, they will angle the conversation into into that, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And you went on with your ex. Like being in that high pressure situation, did that like test a relationship at any point? Like you just like fuck off. Like you're <laughs> spending oh, every second together. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't my ex at the time. That, yeah, yeah. that would make a very good imagine that doing oh red, a reno show with your ex. That would be really great viewing. Um do you know what? It actually um actually made us stronger I felt mm. I think working together in that team environment and mm. you are competing against mm. other teams so it actually I for us it did um oh it's definitely hard work and it's really mm. tiring but yeah we we're actually quite good on it as in together I'm not saying we're good on the show but it was um we kind of finished mid-range we didn't win <laughs> we didn't win um we got you know the home renter but no we we're actually yeah quite quite okay with it what was the audition process like did you have to do like send in a video yeah <gasps> Yeah, we did. And I did think about it a little bit. It's hard because, to be honest, a lot of the feedback once we got on mm. the show was just just do it quite raw and candid, mm. whereas mm. ours was probably a little bit pro- produced. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it got us on there. And we just did – we actually did a game where we picked out um, – you see it on social media all the time where you pick out a question and then you write it on a whiteboard and then you flip the answer around. Mm. Um, so that kind of created a bit of, I guess, banter between us and, you know, it was like – I don't know. I can't remember the questions now, but we did that. And there was probably four stages of interviews. And then the more you progressed, you went on, you know, with um, higher producers and then, the, you know, the big wigs, they came and came and visited the house. So how many interviews was that until you were on? Oh, I want to say, so there was first the video audition and images. Then it was a phone call with one of the smaller producers, like the ones that um, I guess screen you to see, okay, are you worthy to go to the next stage? Are you normal? Yeah, we both had, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Any track records, yeah. Um, So there was that one. We both had an interview separate. And then I think the next one may have been with Carolyn, who she was the designer on the show. So she came out and saw the house. I can't, I can't really? Quite. Yeah. Came to inspect yeah, your house? Yeah, and, and kind of get a gauge on what you're after. And I think they want to see that you're quite open. Like people mm. don't want to see the same old, I guess, um, styles and whatnot. Mm. So mm. It, they do want to kind of see if you're open to a bit of colour and, and thing, things yeah. like that. So, yeah, and then, then we got on. I – had a gut feeling. I thought we'd get on from the start. Oh, well, look mm. at you. I don't know. No, 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 no. I just had this gut feeling about it. I just think I think we're going to get on. I don't know really? why. I don't know. I think you've got a really good personality for TV. Oh. Like you're like <laughs> Can we get off your dick? <laughs> you're so pretty. Tell me more, no, guys. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to come here every day. <laughs> <laughs> but she could like, she's conversational, whereas I'm like, I'd get on and That'd be like, like bye. No. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, um. Hi, everyone. Like, That'd be like, oh, know. Ren's voice, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You, and it's funny, you really get into the way that they, you know, answering the question um, within the answer, you really mm. get used to it quickly. Mm. I got, and then I tried to do it um, not long ago when, or a couple of years ago when I was doing something for the races and I was like, I have lost my my TV talk. Yeah. I can't yeah. do it anymore. You, but you, you, you pick it up quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd do it again. You'd do another I would, show. Yeah. What I, about? Would, I would love to. The like wow. Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, I think I would do Big Brother. I, I just wouldn't do – I wouldn't want to do any, like, anything like Love – like the Love Island. No, no you'd be really good for that, old, though. I'm too old for Love Island. But things like Love Island and um, 
those types of shows. What about The Bachelor? Nah. Nah, okay. You could nah. be The Bachelorette, nah. though. Yeah. Like the star girl. You could. No, yeah. I just, yeah. I'd love Big Brother. I've, I've I'd watched love it in the last couple there. of years. No, oh, it is more survivor now, isn't it? It's the best With show. The, going yeah. the games and whatnot, yeah. <gasps> Survivor. Would you go on Survivor? We actually got um, contacted Fun. for uh, – sorry, Whoa. I got contacted last year for Survivor. Are you kidding? Um, you no, know, but we auditioned. We didn't get, get – get, oh. I can't speak. We didn't get on it. Um, oh. But in hindsight, looking back at the stage I was in my life, I couldn't have left Seb and, and done that. Yeah. So yeah. That was definitely um, one of those things, yeah, oh, that was meant to be. Yeah. Not saying that's why. Like we, we just didn't – you know, we weren't the – part. and that's the thing with reality shows. They – you're a piece of the puzzle and it's yes. not as though you just didn't fit that mould. They might have already had a young couple or a young yeah. this. They're, they're kind just of looking. Yeah, not saying not the young, right but <laughs> <laughs> They really are trying to feel that mould. So Yeah. Speaking of Seb, we might just touch on your pregnancy a little bit. Were you and your partner at the time trying for Seb and did you use like the ovulation stick? Yeah. Yeah, no, we were trying. Um, I, I don't, I've always been very maternal being a teacher and had been a nanny. I worked in summer camp over in America and I really, I loved kids. So yeah. I was ready at that stage to, yeah, have a, have a child. I mean, you don't know until you know. Don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we did try and we used the ovulation sticks, which is funny because I didn't, I, you didn't, you don't know about all this stuff. And mm-hmm. once you get pregnant or start looking, getting pregnant, you unlock this world. I know. Of, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's endless and it's super consuming. Um, but yeah, so we used the ovulation sticks and they did they helped so much because you just knew, yeah, I'm ovulating and, yeah. So wow. we were very fortunate that we um, did fall pregnant quite quickly. Um, yeah. And I know that's absolutely not the case in, for anyone. So I, mm. I definitely look back on that and know how grateful, yeah. how lucky I am for that. So, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean about the sticks though. Like I know when I was trying for Gracie, Steph's like, oh, have you thought about ovulation sticks? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. they're literally four and yeah, they're getting pregnant. You exactly when you're ovulating. Like, and there's only a small window and it's funny, don't you think? Think our teachers and parents and they really scare you into. I know. Have sex, you yeah, will get pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. And it's like you literally have a window that's this that, big yeah. to, to fall pregnant. So absolutely. Um yeah, it's actually harder. Yeah, we know that it is a lot harder than you think. Yeah. Yes. And how did you feel during that pregnancy? Were you sick? Um, I was pretty lucky. Pregnancy uh, unicorn. Oh no, <laughs> no, do you know what I did? So yeah, I was lucky in the early stages. Do you know what? When I I it was only a couple of weeks after we were trying and I had some salmon for dinner. And I love salmon, I'm back on it now, but it didn't for a long time. And we had some salmon and it wasn't cooked very well. So I went and got it didn't taste nice. So I was like, I'm gonna get a McFlurry. Because you put me out a bad dinner. Yeah. Just, like, I need to I need to like, get yeah. something that's just gonna make me feel good before bed. So I went and got a McFlurry and I went to bed and I was, you know, when you eat something bad and you all night I was tossing mm. and turning, I woke up mm. so sick. Um, didn't even think I could be pregnant. Mm. I just thought I ate some bad salmon. Mm. And then turned two days later I tested and I was pregnant. Um told all my friends so early that's so bad Same. you know like, yeah. you just do yeah. you get so excited and it was Christmas I think it was Christmas like we were doing our girls Christmas and I I just you know had to tell them but yeah. you know you do always look back and you think I, I would tell them if anything happened anyway yes yeah yeah, yeah. Like it's it's this old-fashioned thing where we're like we can't tell anyone until 12 weeks yeah. but I love that yeah no. I'm like we're gonna stick I'm positive yeah. yeah so you know yeah just told my told my girlfriends and they were super excited and it was um yeah, and then it was pretty good by then. I was a little bit sick and I didn't vomit, sorry. I just felt, you know, that motion sick that we all get. Yeah. Hung over. Tired. Yeah. Nauseous. And yeah, yeah. And then come 12 weeks, I was pretty good. But 
it wasn't sick, but my skin. Oh my gosh. Really? I've never experienced. I've been very, I know that I've been very lucky in my teens and, you know, up until um, being pregnant with my skin. I really didn't know how to. I've so never, did you break out? Because I can't imagine you with that. Um, and I can't was, remember I got, that. Perioral dermatitis. Oh, that's the right? Perioral yeah. dermatitis. Yeah. It was all through my, um, pretty much from around my nose. I'll, I'll try and get a photo that mm. you guys can share. And it was like all the bottom half of my chin. I've never worn more <gasps> makeup in pregnancy than I have in my whole life. Was what? it itchy? No, it wasn't. Oh, no. no, it didn't. It didn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't irrit- irritable. It just, I hated it. And, you know, you know what it's like when your body's changing. When and you're you pregnant. have no control. No. And, there's, and everyone, and so many, I put it on my social media, so many people replied and, and was like, look, unfortunately there's nothing you can do no. until you until you give birth and then it'll, you know, it'll even out. And which it did. It, someone said almost the moment you give birth it gets better and it actually really did. Whoa. I remember walking I, into the – yeah. Even That's like insane. with um, like with Albie I had really bad pain um, through – oh, and Grace through my ribs. It's like as soon as you give birth, like mm. whether it's sciatica, whether oh, it's migraines, yeah. whether gone. it's – yeah, yeah, they say that as soon as you give birth, those symptoms are gone, and it's so true. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and it went, and then it kind of flared up again, but then it came good. But since being pregnant, I've battled with dermatitis, and again, I share that a lot on social media. Yeah. But I, every winter, my eyes. I think it's the um, the heating or the air conditioning, yeah. but I, yeah, I battle so with it. So that flares up now because it started in pregnancy or you've had it before? No, I've never had it before pregnancy. <gasps> so I'm what? assuming. This yeah, is so weird be. because you can see here. Can you see that on my finger? When I was pregnant, that was like the worst dermatitis oh, yeah. ever. Like, do you remember mm. it was bleeding, cracked, and I'd never had dermatitis yeah. or eczema before, and ever since pregnancy, just on that finger. Yeah, so I'm bizarre. like, thanks. I know, things. I know, and it, and also, uh, and during pregnancy, you know, you can't do anything. You can't use anything on your skin. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that was that was the one thing. Yeah, so definitely was not a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Did you go public or private? We went public. I I just didn't I yeah I didn't have private as in I had private health I didn't have pregnancy cover mm-hmm. yeah um and I guess it happened all so quickly yeah and I had a lot of girlfriends that did mixed and I was like do you know what I'm I'm pretty cruisy and in terms of health um issues or anything I've never had low to go risk to, yeah I'm so low risk and I just kind of thought do you know what I'm mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go public and it was great we went to the women's and children's the only thing that I would say that potentially if I was ever to have another child that I would look at private is uh, we, I was in a shared room mm. and um, the, the lady that was next to me, poor, poor thing, her little girl had some issues. So there was, there just was a lot of interruption through that. Mm. And I just thought so many of my girlfriends that did go private, you know, said how beautiful that bubble was to have those five days, you know, just with you mm. know your family and your baby. And I, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to come home, but I just did think, oh, that would have been really nice. Yeah. To have yeah. That. But otherwise the public system, we are so lucky in Australia yeah. and they were amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Did you know what you were going to have? Yeah. Um, I couldn't remember. We did. We, yeah. So we did the harmony test and found out. Yeah. It, obviously a little boy in my gut, I knew it was a boy too. I just was like, I know it's yeah. a boy. And when we called, um, uh, we called at the time, and they were like, yeah, we know. And I, and I literally was like, you don't even have to tell me. I know. Like, yeah. yeah. Always, oh, so. it's not good. No. Yeah, yeah. So, and do you know what? And now being um, a single mum, I don't even know if we've mentioned that. Um, yeah. Now being a single mum, I'm really glad. I'm sorry, all those that have girls, but I'm really glad that I have a little boy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, I mean, obviously I don't know any different, but he, yeah, he's just. There's something about boys. It's yeah. like. Yeah. It's almost like. 
Yeah. yeah. It's almost like he'll be like your little protector, like look after you. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I mean, so many of my mix, but girls just can get sassy. Mm. Yeah. And Seb's just such a chiller. So yeah. I don't know. I'm lucky. I'm super lucky. But yeah. um, And the yeah. birth and everything went well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. Um, so Seb was at 41 weeks in two days. So I was well and truly over. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was meant to get injured. So they say at women's and children's, you know, a lot of people I know don't. You know, like to get induced, but by then I was done. I had sciatica yeah. in my back. Oh, my oh, gosh. I was waddling around the place. Oh. And so many people were um, like, oh, you know, you got the pregnancy. What? I'm like, no, it's because I've, I've got yeah. fucking sciatica pain on my back that is killing me. It was, yeah. it was horrible. Um, but the birth was, so I was meant to do the, um, oh, what's the, what's the balloon one called? Oh, to the catheter thing. Yeah. Yeah. So many, I think everyone was trying to be really mm. kind, but I didn't end up having to get it because when they tested to put it in, um, sorry, check to put it in. They, um, I was already two to three centimeters dilated. Oh, so good. And when I came back the next morning, they were like, "Go home, have a rest, then come back in the morning." And when I came back, the nurses were all like, "We're so glad you didn't have to do that because oh, yes. it can be quite yeah. uncomfortable." Yeah. Um. So then I got, uh, yeah, the oxytocin put in in the morning, and I experienced um, contractions for two to three hours. And I, I always, I always knew I wanted to get an epidural. I was mm. never someone that, yeah, same. that you know did the um, hypnobirthing, which I have so many friends that did it, and it was the most beautiful experience. Mm. Not for me. Um, so yeah. experience um, contractions, and it came on quickly. It went from zero to four in ten mm. minutes, and. Um, then at two to three hours, I was like, nope, get me the epi. Yeah, I'm ready now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were great. It came, you know, it came pretty quickly. And I was sitting there watching Kath and Kim with this producer. That's so good. <laughs> Until I had to Isn't push. it the best? That's so Australian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. So it was, it was amazing. And that, you guys all know, that bubble was truly magical. And yeah. I was pushing for three hours with Sam. Wow. So it was long and I was, yeah. you know, I was conscious that they said at the two-hour mark, you know, that we will have to potentially, you know, if you might need to do a C mm. and whatnot. Um, and so I did get quite conscious looking at the clock when it got closer to the two-hour mark. Mm. Um, but they said, no, his heart rate's fine. You can keep going. So I think it was about two hours and 45 minutes. Wow. And he was 4.2 kilos. Oh, oh He was a whopper. So, I he was so big. Yeah, big he's a big, boy. big boy. So, oh my god! Uh, did you need stitches or anything? They did. They did have to do um, a, a small oh, little yeah. cut, but it was fine. So they yeah. did have to do a couple, but it, it was it was You're completely fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that postpartum um, stage for you, how did you find that? Like, it's such a huge transition, I guess. Did you find it uh, easy or hard or just okay? <laughs> um, do you know what I, I say this to everyone that's pregnant? I Probably I did take a lot of the pressure of myself. I, I vividly remember my postpartum days was Ubering a coffee. Yeah. It was $13 every time. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? Self-care. I'd wake up and Uber a coffee and watch Netflix and I really did take a lot of a lot of that pressure off myself. I was very lucky that Seb was, uh, in quotation marks, a good baby in terms of he didn't have any colic, he didn't have any health yeah. issues. So he was your normal baby that, you know, fed and slept in. We had a bit of a hard time with feeding. I found that a little bit tricky. I hadn't the milk supply was fine, but I, I found breastfeeding very painful. Mm, um, yeah. And it probably got took us to about the six to eight week mark. I would I would shed tears every time I, I breastfed. Oh. Um, so that was a bit tricky. Mm. In terms of postpartum and my emotions and whatnot, the first week is just a write-off. Yeah. Like yeah. It is oh, I couldn't believe the emotions that came over me. The um Oh, the fear, the excitement, the love, the protection, the 
it was just everything mm. in, in this and it's really hard to handle and, you know, you get the baby blues after day four, you know, four, three or yeah. four, whatever it is. Um, postpartum I probably struggled most with my body, mm-hmm. I, um, which all mums do. And what I actually found hard is, and I'm sure you guys can all relate, is that a lot of people, you know, I guess disregarding the way you feel about your body because you just had a baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you just had a baby. It's still real. No pressure. And I'm like, yeah. no, I have, but yeah. I don't feel myself now. Yeah. And my yeah. baby's, you know, and it's hard. Yeah. And my jeans don't fit. Yeah. And I need a new wardrobe. And, and nothing. And I don't feel good. And you still, if you're breastfeeding, you can't do any of those fun things yeah. that make you look better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and feel better. So it, I probably struggle with that. And also a lot of my job, you know, with, you know, modeling and social media yeah. and whatnot is looking at myself. And I don't know, I am my own worst critic. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, that's probably what I struggled with the most. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Even, like, your hips, like, not yours. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Lil. <laughs> but after you have a baby, your hips do not go back to that no. same size that they were. Like, Kylie Jenner did a post after she had her baby and there was all this um, criticism on her hips. And she's like, I've had two kids, my hips are never going to look like they no. did no, because they literally expand the bones. Yeah, expand. And who are these like, people coming up? Some, coming at someone that just had a baby. I know. Like, I know. like what is wrong with the world? I know, We're not right. going to get onto that because that's a whole other conversation. I know. Yeah, right. it's insane. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Jess, you popped up a little question box to your followers about what they wanted to know more, and a lot came up about the breakup with your ex. Um, we won't get into the private details, but um, how was the transition into single motherhood? Mm, interesting. Yeah, I know. So many people <laughs> asked about that, and it was funny because it was. Not funny. Um, but I didn't post a lot about this on my social media. I was quite open um, and candid through my whole pregnancy mm. and with my relationship and whatnot. So then when I went through my separation when Seb was six months old, um, yeah, it was really, really difficult. Definitely the hardest, you know, looking back now, the hardest year of my life for sure. Um, yeah, it, I don't think anyone goes – I mean, some people do, but go into falling pregnant um, – and then thinking that you're not going to have that family lifestyle. Yeah. And obviously you can relate, mm. Ren, like it's, Absolutely. Um, yeah, you think you have this vision of what you think your life's going to look like and then it's not like that anymore. And that's really hard to come to terms with and also navigating being a new mum at the same mm. time. So, yeah, like I said, Seb was six months old. I was still kind of getting into the groove of things. I was still mm. breastfeeding him. Um, so he was very much, you know, had to be with him all the time. Um, yeah, it was it was really really hard but it's been a year gosh a year and a half maybe a bit more now um oh, that that, flown. yeah I was just trying to work out the math in my head it feels like yesterday yeah yeah, it yeah it's it's crazy and it's it's so and there's so many I've actually had a lot of single mums reach out to me and a lot of people actually that message now this this far on and not even know that I'm a single mum and you're kind of doing it um obviously Seb sees his dad but predominantly at the start it was, it was a lot on me so that was um that was hard I guess in terms of myself I mm. think that you know obviously when any people are in a relationship you really do you can lose yourself a little bit so it, it has been this last year and a half like I said going through the hardest thing that I've ever gone through I now genuinely am a different person I look at life in with such a different lens now I am so grateful for everything um I really had to, to start practicing gratitude and really put things in place to, to get myself out of it um to get out of that funk I guess I, I often get um yeah single mums dm me and say like I'm I've just split from my partner we've got, we've got a child and what what do I do mm. and 
I remember that. Oh my gosh. And my heart, my heart breaks when I hear, when I read those messages, because I do cast my mind back to those emotions and those feelings that I felt in that moment. And again, Ren, I'm sure you, you know, yeah. you can relate of the logistical nightmare that mm. is ahead. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, how's it going to work? How are we going to do split care? How are we, what are we going to do with the house? Whether, you know, you're renting mm. or you've got your own house or how are we going to split that? How all the things and mm. and I one of my girlfriends who has just been such a rock for me in my last year and a half who'd gone through a, a breakup as well with a, with a, a child involved and she was just like take it day by day mm-hmm. because so much will change mm. and it really would and if I can and I honestly if I could give that advice to anyone is I know it's hard to feel really cramped down in those moments but there is a lot that's going to change one your emotions are going to change and the way that you look at things that's like, so when you're in it you are responding in such, uh, I guess, a, whether it's sad, frust- frustrated, angry, whatever stage you're at, you can't respond. You mm. can't even make logistical decisions no. in that in that mm. mind frame. So emotional. So emotional. So I just remember really letting myself, I did let myself feel, and that was probably the biggest part of my healing journey was you don't need the answers today, not tomorrow yeah. or even next week. You don't need them. You yeah. literally can sit there and cry every moment that you want to cry and I mm. did for about two weeks I think I cried every moment I came to mm-hmm. and you're up every you know three four hours yeah. you know feeding and whatnot and I suppose like in that moment you're not only mourning um, a relationship that you had with your ex but you're also mourning um, what your future looked like you had that idea so you're mourning uh, Seb losing and I guess live in dad you're mourning yeah. a relationship you had and then a picture you had in your head like I just can't mm. fathom, do you feel like you have trauma or you're still dealing with that trauma? Like I find the idea of constantly overcoming those thoughts really traumatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, my parents split when I was 12, so I, the thought of a broken family wasn't foreign to me. Mm. But obviously if you've come from that, you don't want that. So mm, I remember yeah. thinking, oh, I you know, when I was, you know, obviously early stages of dating or even when I was single, I was, I don't want that for my future. Mm. Like I would, I want more than anything to have a beautiful, loving family that supports each other. Um, but it's just the way it is. And so many of my friends are single mums and mm. not so many of them, but as in, sorry, I've gone through separations and it's just the way it is. Um, it's actually more common now mm, than mm. ever. We often talk about this, which is both empowering, but yeah, you feel so sad at the same time for everyone. Yeah. Mm. And, and you wonder if it's, is it because people do feel empowered and independent that yeah. they can make those decisions or is it because we're in the age now that everyone has this grass is greener mentality? Yeah. Mm. And also, don't you think there's also the mentality of like disposable, like everything's yes. so yeah, disposable is. now. And, like, it, and it, it can be such also a beautiful, not a beautiful thing, but in yeah. other areas of in terms of career and options, yes. that's incredible. But, yeah, when it comes to relationships and all the options that we have now, I do find it hard. And mm. now being single, it, um, yeah, it is hard and I do – oh, not hard. I'm, 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 no, I'm You are living no, your no, best life. No, no, no. I just – sorry. I just – in terms of like how you – coming back to your question about the whole trauma about it mm. all, um, I think there was, a, I guess, a, probably about eight months post where – I had to put the line in the sand and think I don't want any of my past to now impact my future moving Mm. forward. And as I was saying in terms of gratitude, I spent a lot of times just – I journaled a lot. I I always say that if people reach out, I love journaling. For me it was just getting everything out of my mind and Mm. onto a page 
And now when I look back, I actually really love to look back. Some people don't. They don't like to read back on, you know, those thoughts. Mm. But if I look back to a year, year and a half, and I see how much growth I've made, it empowers me so much and makes me feel like, wow, I, I did that. I, I encourage so many people, anyone, like single, any any person, um, to literally list all the things you've achieved in a year. Mm. And you look at it and you're mm. like, wow, because I think mm. we we always have this mentality of like, what next? What like what am I doing? And you don't actually see it. We are talking about this last night. Not many people will we struggle to sit and smell the roses mm. and be grateful for what we've achieved. Mm. You know, even you guys, like with the podcast and mm. you know, Lil with, you know, Summer Skin and, mm. you know, everyone and when your growth and mm. Rosie, everything. <laughs> like we really yeah. have achieved so much. And I think in our busy lifestyles, we never just stop and – feel gratitude for that. And I mean, it's nice. So many people are are, are getting more to that now, mm, yeah. but it's something that I've only really adopted post um, my separation because so I did. I read a quote um, last week that I posted on Instagram and it was like, look, you know, today is what you were probably wishing for five years ago. Totally. And I'm like, holy shit. I've never sat back and looked at today and been like, oh my God, you're so busy wanting the next thing yeah, that yeah. it's true. You never are like, wow, I'm, I'm at living, my goal. I'm living my best. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. reached my so goal. Much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. To go what's yeah. next. And it's, yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's so nice. And I really have adopted that. Yeah. Just being grateful and, and looking at everything. Mm. Just, I do really feel like I, I'm living my best. Well, so yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do. And I yeah. really think that everything does happen for a reason. I know we throw that term around a lot. Everything happens for a reason. Mm, it's true. But life is really the way you look at it. We can't control what's going on. And we, no. if we can, and we control our, if we can control our controllables and our mindset on it, then I just feel like we are just much happier. And that's how I dealt with it anyway, because I was like, I can't change what's happened, mm. but I can change the way I look at it. And yeah. I do believe that every little stone that we kind of, you know, it really is getting us to our greater thing, good, good and bad. Because mm-hmm. um, if and, and I also feel like if something doesn't go my way, whether it's professionally, a relationship, anything, I think, oh no, no, that's just it's it's building me up yeah. for the next thing. Yes. That's okay because it's building me up for the next thing. Yeah, and that's just I guess how I found peace amongst the trauma. Yeah, to come back to your question, twenty minutes. Ago. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I know. Seriously. I am so proud of you. The girls are so proud of you. You have so many friends that would be so proud of you. And you are living your best life. You've just skipped in with a glowing tan from Europe. Um, we're living your best life through you on social media. <laughs> Welcome. Come with uh, yeah. Everyone come with me. How was that trip? Oh, my gosh. It was insane. I've never done Europe before. I've done America a few times. Um, and I guess I just skipped the Europe young, you know, mm. summer that everyone did when they were 20. Um, and to be honest, I'm not a big travel bug person. Mm. Um, and then I think once you have kids, again, you don't know too, you know. Yeah. And you're like, why did I travel to <laughs> yeah. Europe every year yeah. while I could? Yeah. Um, so that trip for me was really, I guess, the moment to also – I haven't been apart from Seb for more than three days. I, I go into state a bit for work, mm. um, but it's work and it's never – I get to relax, you know, a little bit. Yeah. But this was my first trip away from him and it was quite daunting. Um, but it also made me realise that I can – sorry, I'm a bit nasally. It also made me realise <laughs> that I can hand over the reins and he will be perfectly fine. And he was so fine. I mean, he did break his leg while I was oh <laughs> It was on the last day. It was so oh, funny. You guys man. will love this, actually. I had two messages while I was away. One from someone that said, did you really go on a, did you really leave your son to go on a long trip? And oh, I re- my God. And I replied and I just said, um, please don't comment. And usually I'm someone that does not yeah. comment. Yeah. But when it comes to mums and parenting, yeah. I'm like, 
Don't bring other women down, man. Like, no. don't. Yeah. yeah. And so, don't throw rocks in a glass house. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there's something we could correct that you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And I just like, and I just replied and said, please don't comment on someone's someone's life when you don't know the inner inner workings of it. Like, no one knows it. Yeah. Well, as in people do know, but like I've predominantly, right? You know, I'm sorry, I'm not disregarding, um, you know, the help that I've had. I've had some incredible help, but you know, like I've I've done two years. You're being mum and dad. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. you know, two weeks to myself. Anyway, so that was fine and I just said, please unfollow me. And she was like, oh, I will. Oh, and then I was like, bye. I was like, jog on. Tell, tell your story walking. Um, <laughs> and then I got another one when I got home when I posted about Seb's leg and just said, um, of course he did it while I was away. Or um, He's never hurt himself in his life or something like that. And someone replied to me and said, um, children can't control when they hurt themselves. Maybe you shouldn't have gone so far away. Oh, I was like, God. I was like oh, wouldn't have mattered if I was at the shops yeah. or if I was yeah. in Europe, if, you know. Like, and anyway, so it's oh. just – and, you know, I'm fine. I have a Jealousy's a curse. Mate, you know, yeah. sometimes I think, like, uh, anyway, I'm not even going to get into that whole side of things. But it just makes me – because I had a, then I had a mum message me recently and just said, like, I'm, you know, I, would, I want to go to Europe. I want to. I am mm. planning on leaving my two-year-old. Like, how did you feel? And I was like, mate, do it. Please do it because mm. I have come back with this new, I guess, energy and reset mm. on life mm. with all my work. And you know, we met some incredible people overseas that are just doing amazing things, and it really was inspiring. Mm. Um, and it was just a nice reset to, yeah, just have some time to myself and. Um, not be a mum for a minute yeah. Yeah. and not the hustle and bustle of it all. And it's yeah. even inspiring on a smaller scale. Like I'm like, I can go away overnight and yeah. leave the kids. Oh, my gosh. Like, they're going to- Have you not got away from them yet? Well, <laughs> I'm like feeling very inspired to put it that way. Oh, <laughs> and do you know, it's not for everyone. Like one of my yeah. girlfriends, like she is, she couldn't, she li- couldn't leave her baby more than two nights and I get it. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I'm like, yeah. I can probably yeah. give it a girl. A girl. Yeah, give, give it a go. go. <laughs> I'm not yeah, thinking girl. about my kids. Yeah. <laughs> give it a girl. Give it a girl. Gracie, Gracie, pigtails, pigtails. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, go you. Yeah. I need to give it a go. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. Yeah. So for anyone Amazing. that doesn't follow you already, where did you go in Europe? I did London for five nights and then we did Greece. We did Mykonos and then we were going to go to Milos, which is a beautiful island off Mykonos. Um, but then it, with the timings and the ferries and having to get back to Athens, which was our flight home, um, we ended up doing Positano in Italy because it just meant we could have a bit of a longer stay there. Um, it yeah. sounds like a dream. Positano, I know, Athens. I know. It was beautiful. Do you know what, though, Greece? I, hands down, I loved Greece so yeah. much. There is something in the air there. And mm-hmm. speaking of something yeah, in the air. I just feel like I need to ask the question that everyone at home is like, can you just ask her, were there some flings? Was there the grease moment, Sandy and um, Sandy what's his and name? Danny? Danny. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? I love that movie. Okay. From Greece. No, like on the beach. Summer, yeah, we played that soundtrack. No, um, <laughs> I had, I'm being, what happens in Europe stays in Europe. Yeah, so something. <laughs> something I had, a, had a very nice time over there. It was, it was fun. <laughs> Clap, clap on the, uh, <laughs> Thanks, answer. that's all we needed to hear. Yeah, Thank that's you. That's all, that's all. <laughs> we also had some of our listeners write in a few questions. Someone said, what was Seb's sleep 
like when he was younger, do you have any tips for those of us in the trenches still? Yeah, for sure. So Seb was just your typical baby when he was born, you know, sleeping the three-hour blocks mm-hmm. and whatnot. I think at about eight, nine weeks, he'd started doing quite long stints overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so we then did, uh, and I'm not sponsored whatsoever, but my girlfriends had done, I don't know if many people had heard of it, from, she's from America, taking Cara babies. Mm-hmm. So we did do a sleep program. That one is from five months. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, and yeah, the conversation of sleep is a very hard one, but it was a quite a hands-on um, approach. So it was essentially in a nutshell what it was, was your sleep routine of, you know, bath, bed, book, whatever, yeah. even if they're, ba- you know, they're so, he was yeah. in five months. Um, it actually makes the biggest difference, mm. so doing that routine yeah. and the associ- association. Like. Yeah, and just getting them relaxed. So pretty much what it was was you pop, pop them down and then you got – and obviously they will cry initially and it was going after five minutes, ten minutes, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes. Yeah. And then every fifteen minutes after that and he was sleeping through from night three mm-hmm. um, and now he sleeps 11 to 12 hours and he has since yeah. we did that training. And it's funny, my girlfriend said you – because we obviously I, I thought I wanted to do the program – and I kept saying to my girlfriends that had got, gone through it, they're like, you know, you yeah. will be at breaking point. And yeah. it was, I remember one morning I was, he was, you know, the regression, the four-month mm. regression. And I remember throwing myself on the bed. Like, and I'm not a dramatic person. <laughs> I remember being like, I've got this. Like, and, and, and crying. And I was like, can't do this. And that's when we did it. It really yeah. was breaking point. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. It's yeah. For, yeah. And you have to look after your mental health above, like, well, then every, everything else. Be the yeah. You can be. yeah. And he's, he's a trooper now. So, yeah. And thank God you did because then you went to Europe. I know. Yeah. And, and that's the thing as well. I do know that when he, when he goes to bed in terms of people watching him that I knew that he would sleep okay. If he was a hard sleeper, then putting that on someone else. Yeah. Because um, obviously he had some time with my mum and his dad and my brother. So it was a bit of a juggle between the family. So, um, yeah, he, he was good though. Do you know what? That's yeah. so funny because I had to rock Rosie to sleep until she just turned three. Like, I mean like aggressive rock. <laughs> you have your toe. Yeah. You have some good core strength. I still don't have anything to show for it. But it was so funny because whenever my mum would have Rosie overnight, if we had something on or she would be like, um, just letting you know Rosie's asleep. And I was like, oh, God, how was she? Like my poor mum, like 70 years yeah. old, rocking. And she's like, ah, oh, no, I just laid her down and she went to sleep. And I was like, oh, good. So yeah. it's only so it's me, me that she does <laughs> this I for. totally know. Yeah, they do. do. Someone else said, is Jess still teaching? If not, will she go back to it one day? Yeah, so I know I haven't even mentioned that. So I'm still relieved teaching. Yeah. Um, just at one school because Seb's in care three days a week. So yeah. I honestly have three days to work yeah. and – make a living. Um, so that's why I'm super grateful with all the other work that I do because you can slot it in where you yeah. need to. So I am relieved teaching when I can. So the couple of days that Seb's in care, I'll just have to try and pri- prioritise my time yeah. where I need to. Yeah. And yeah. do they just ring you on the day like with relief teaching and be like, can you take a – Yeah. they this uh, The school that I'm at is quite good. They usually do it in advance, which yeah. is great for me. Yeah, if it's morning good. of, you know what it's like in the morning. Oh, to get- impossible. Oh, yes. I, and – Half of the time I get my brother to take Seb yeah. to ELC because I can't get him there on time to get to school on time. So yeah. I am. And it, like I said earlier, when I did my degree and then we did house rules and then everything started changing, but I just kind of trying to go with the flow in, in yeah. it, it, with it, everything at the moment. So, But sometimes I do think, oh, I'm not teaching as much as – you know, I did my degree. I should be doing that, but I just, I'm just taking it. But how yeah. can and you survive that now? Like, yeah. you can do that whenever. You can do it your whole life. Yeah, like, you can whenever. do it when you're 50. Yeah, if you want. yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is actually my question because I just love <laughs> Someone being. Someone wrote in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love being like a fly on the wall and like 
knowing the ins and outs of people's life. I'm a bit weird like that. But so what's like a typical day or week look like for you? Obviously, like with your modeling and like influencer life. <laughs> Sorry. I can't deal with you. Why? No, I'm not that too. Because you watch the YouTube um, like vlogs. YouTubers with the vlogs. This is such your question. So Steph like, watches oh, like yeah, all the vlogs of people just making their breakfast and stuff and now <laughs> she's like, targeting you. you watching? <laughs> I know. I love watching vlogs. No, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a real. Yeah. do. And it, well, it's funny that you ask that because I um like I was saying, I'm not very candid on social media yeah. anymore. I try to be, I really try to be. But one, I'm so busy with yeah. Seb. And two, I guess I do have a little bit of a, um, a guard up now with mm. social media, yeah. being single. I, mm. It's hard and you don't want to think of it like that. You do just want to be your dorky self and mm. yeah. be, you know, but you are aware that there's lots of people watching your yeah, social media. Yeah. It is. And it's, I don't want to be Polish. I'm such like a dog, I'm such yeah. a dog. But yeah, I don't know. We do we do try and put our best foot forward, which I know that's not relatable. So I'm I'm really trying. But um yeah, a day for me is pretty boring. So <laughs> I mornings I try to do Monday to Wednesday, I'll do Pilates. So I'll get yeah. up at six and go and do Pilates. I live with my brother, by the way. So yeah. I'm very I'm super I love that. I'm and he's so, amazing support for you, isn't he? He is amazing. So when um I separated with my ex, he was living in Alice Springs and he honestly called me and was like he was planning on coming home soon. Um, but he said, do you want me to come home? Do you want to live together? Because I want to, I want oh to help God, you. Oh, my God, this is so sweet. Oh, he's a much nicer person than I am. I, would I, do, like, I, do, I don't think I could do that for, I don't yeah, he's here. <laughs> I could do that for you, but you're sure. <laughs> he's a genuine, um, amazing soul, and I really do. I get quite emotional that um, the, I don't know why I do this. We do this all the time, though. I picture the moment that of one day when we both meet it, because he's single too, and we meet our people and I have to say, because we might be a bit teary, um, that I have to say, like, thank you for getting yeah, Oh, my gosh. Like, thank you for getting me through the hardest time of my yeah. life. Yeah. Because Aww. even with work and um, Seb and, you know, being able to go out for dinner, you know, mm. if I, you know, I, for like I said, the first year and a bit of Seb's life, well, sorry, post-breakup a year or so, that he was with me every night. Mm-hmm. So even to just, as you know, Ren, like, you can't even go out for dinner unless yeah, you get yeah. a babysitter or yeah. someone and um, my mum – three months before Seb was born, actually got diagnosed with cancer. So she's still battling it. It's not terminal, but it's been hard. Mm. Like she hasn't been able to. clean mentally. Yeah, yeah, she hasn't been able to be there the way that, you know, a mum could be. She's amazing. I'm not disregarding that. She and her and Seb have such a special bond. And you don't want to ask her to. Yeah, because she's so exhausted and was going through chemo and that. So it was was hard to, in terms of like, to have someone to, you know, watch him at night. So my brother has really been that that rock for me. And like a father figure, I suppose, for Sebby too. Amazing. Like him, they have such a special bond. It's so, so cute. So um, yeah, so sorry, I get up and um, I go to Pilates and KX Pilates, a Glenelg plug. <laughs> no, I love Pilates. It's been so great with me and going for years. But um, yeah. so, yeah, Pilates in the morning and then come home and then I don't know, what do I, I eat? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know what you have, Vegemite <laughs> toast. I, I have a Vegemite toast. I'm, 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 I'm partial to some Greek yogurt, muesli, strawberries too, if you'd like to know that. Steph's <laughs> like, and your coffee order is. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, everyone knows that, soy cap. So, I mean, different day. If Seb's in ELC, then it's I come home from, um, come home from Pilates and we have, a, you know, probably half an hour together and I'm like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then whether it's, you know, shooting content, going to, if I have to do anything within a store or if I've got to shoot or anything like that or mm. it's just recouping cleaning the house and yeah that type of stuff surviving yeah and building and building a house at the moment it's in council so there's not too much work but if there's anything I need to do for that um and then a day at home with Seb it's I always 
joke about this because the days are polar opposite. Yeah. You, I could honestly be on a shoot one day and then the days that you're with your child mm. is, are slow. Yeah. Yes. Very slow. <laughs> slow and but chaotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. And uneventful. Yeah. And, and that's the days that you're not really putting much on social media because it's not mm. that glamour. I mean, some people, I guess, do want to see that, but – I don't know, I get a bit sick of seeing people's kids. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So then I get a bit, then I, sorry guys, I love your kids. But then I think, oh, I don't want to. Do people want it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I get a bit, yeah, I don't, um, I don't post a whole heap of, um, just And I guess nothing. because you were kind of like, you had a, a pre- social media presence before Seb came along. So you're like still trying to find that mix of your old content yeah. and new content and yeah. life and everything. Did your brother cook together? Oh, look, I am the um, I am the worst cook ever. Like, I really, really? am a bad cook. Yeah. That's really good to know that it's you're not doing off. something. I know yeah. it's a turn off. Red flag. Guys, Jess is shit at cooking. Ick. Oh, my God. Can we, every time I hear the word ick, I think of the shoelaces. <laughs> oh, I hear the shoelaces. For anyone that hasn't listened to the episode, my partner gets an ick from people with long shoelaces, long long bunny loops. <laughs> yes. oh he would be no, like, worst worst. he'd be like, Jess. You're not hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nah, you're the exception, probably. Oh, I no. just remembered my question. So your <laughs> new house that you're building. Yep. So do you want to talk a little bit about that and how you got to collaborate with the people that you bought the block with yeah. and how you're dividing it all? Because I found that so interesting. Yeah, yeah, for mm. sure. Yeah. So it was. So we, when I was with my uh, ex, we had a house together. Which was super grateful. I mean, we he had a home that we rented it and. You know what? So we had mine is yours. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, we did the show together. Anyway, um, so let's not get into into the the nitty gritty of the of the that part. But um, so very fortunate, and I know that for a lot of single mums, that the thought of buying houses that's just not an option. Which I, you know, wholeheartedly know how lucky I am in that Mm. sense. So, um, was looking to I flipped because it was during COVID. So you know, an existing house or building, and I always wanted to build because obviously I had that bug now. Um, but it was really hard given the current climate and all the blocks that were available were big blocks that I was like, I can't, you know, afford to do that on my own. Um, so then I've, I've always, I've been friends with, so with, um, Beck and Marie who we're building with, I've known Beck and Adelaide just about the place and Marie, we worked with on some stuff, post house rules, um, with some, yeah, a project that we did. So then we actually just bumped into each other at an event and we were just chatting about what we want to do. And Marie and Beck have a brand brand together that kind of work in in the home kind of styling space. And they were looking to do, I guess, a building project or a renovation project. And we just kind of started chatting. A block came up. I just Mm. called them and said, oh, look, I know this isn't, you know, you're probably not up to this yet, but this block, it's, you know, in a good area. You know, what are your thoughts? And honestly, a week later we had bought the block. Oh, my my God. God. So So it was was very quick, but it was one of those things that we we, we had dinner together last night and we know that this was a meant-to-be moment, even Mm. just the way that um, we – we just bring different things to the table and now the the goal is to, yeah, I guess work with um, work together and just really track the build and bring a, I guess, really, yeah, raw kind of mm. um, process to it mm. all. So, it, I mean, it's hard because it was really exciting. It got demoed, we got our plans and everything, and now it's sitting in council. Yeah, so it's yeah. Um, but we've got some, yeah, some really fun stuff. And, like, next we want to do an um, an Airbnb together. Yeah. And I literally have a thousand things that I want to do. So... Thanks so much, Jess, for coming oh, on today. That was such fun chat. Yes. I've gotten all my goss and details. I could and keep talking forever. So. <laughs> and so could we. That's oh, my gosh. gosh. I know. But I know. honestly, great energy. It's been amazing. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We yeah. love you. We really love you guys. Thanks. <laughs>